There's a cat. Yeah. Very so small, very small. <laughs> Podcast that nobody asked for. My name's David. And I speak in a different voice when talking to my cat. That's true, yeah. You're so small. So small, so baby. Small. Hello, listener. Yeah. <laughs> hello, listener, who's not Sam's cat. You're so small. Hello. <laughs> Back to reality I've, there. Um, I just want to point out that despite that introduction, I am actually sober. I learned my lesson. I learned that sometimes too much is too much. Well, isn't that a lesson for us all? No. What we got in store, David? Well, we've got an absolute shit ton, and it's going to be very football-y because we have no railway station jingles, unfortunately, because we didn't go to anywhere significant. <laughs> it's a football podcast. It is a football podcast, but I like the ridiculousness of the other stuff. Unfortunately, if you're only here for the other stuff, well, you're going to be disappointed. i see you in a fortnight. Yeah. Um, we're going to... Uh, we're going to talk about three games we played. That was yeah. uh, home to Znoimo, home to Radic Kralove and away to Sokolov. We've got Beer of the Podcast as normal. We've got previews of us playing Vitkovica this coming mm-hmm. weekend. And um, us at home to... Uh, FK. Football Lovey Club Football Three Nets. Yes. Yes, which is... Uh, yeah. we're, we're home to them in a couple of weeks. We've got Hot or Nots. Yes. And of course, we've got an originally English language song sung in Czech. So uh, busy, 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 busy. Uh, Let's cut to this and get straight into it. I'd let's say. go. Right, so Noimo it is then. Um, the pickle boys. The pickle boys. They came. They saw. They failed. Yeah. Um, it. Wasn't a classic game by any stretch of the imagination, but we won two 0 Yeah, it was such a good game that I can't remember pretty much anything. Yeah, that I I had forgotten basically everything about it. It seems a very long time ago. Well, it, it sort of is actually. Um, we've had two other games since then. It feels perhaps longer because we've had this midweek. We'd always get a midweek. So yes, that was nice. Yeah, um, exactly that. And then you've had all these other things on the go with long trips and. Um, state holidays and so on to take into consideration it feels like a lifetime ago it's it's been an oddly exhausting couple of weeks hasn't it I don't think it's, it's, I wouldn't say odd <laughs> like we, we did it to ourselves but well yeah but I I I didn't anticipate it feeling like it was that long ago mm-hmm. and being this kind of sort of overwhelmed by everything but uh, you know there it is mm-hmm. anyway uh, we won 2-0 Goals from uh, Stepanovsky and uh, Antonin Rusek for what would have been about his seventh, I think, of the season. Um, And it was just a... It was a solid performance. Like, there's nothing more I can think to say about it than that. It was a... It was... It was a decent performance. We did exactly yeah. what we needed of us and very little more, to be honest. Um, standard um, standard 4-4-2 setup from Zborovka mm-hmm. with the usual suspects. You had Stefanovski again on the, uh, on, on the, on the right and uh, Shumbara complimenting him on the other side. I think um, it was Megera and Skoda, I believe, That's right, were yeah. starting, uh, starting yeah. front two. Gave way for Rusek later in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Rusek um, capping off a decent enough setting up performance with a fine uh, header, I felt. Yeah, um, it's been interesting to see how uh, they've been 
using Magera since they've gone to this 4-4-2. Now he's no longer the focal point. He seems to be being phased out ever so slightly. I mean, he is, what, 36? Yes. Now, and I think, in a way, they're almost preparing for next season when he cannot be relied on to stick away 12, 15 goals a season. They're going to need other people to step up. And I think getting Skoda back in, getting Rusek playing alongside him, getting Stepanovsky into a more advanced role, which we're going to talk about later, it seems to be that... Um, as well as this looking like the shape that works, they're also kind of looking at what to do when, you know, Magera's on walking sticks. Yeah, he's, um, I mean, well, I mean, Shkoda's no spring chicken either. Right, he's, um, what, 32, 32 something like that? Yeah. Uh, we have, I mean, we have generally, we don't really have a happy medium in the squad, I'd say. We don't have many 27, 28 That's haters. true, yeah. We either have like absolute children, or we have people like Megera, Iceman, Skoda, who are getting on a bit, And then in, in, the, in the middle is Barish. It's what, it's, what you, it's what you'd call the mix of youth and experience if this was a far less analytical podcast. And, uh, well, I was going to say, say uh, a far less cliche-driven one, but we're quite cliche-driven. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, aside from that, really, there was no no real surprises in the game. Uh, generally speaking, we've just been light years ahead of Znoimo, yeah um, this season, uh, which is reflected actually in the table. They're still, I mean, they're still theoretically able to um, mess it up and, and perhaps go down. I don't think they will. There are at least three weaker teams in the yeah. middle league. But there was nothing really inspiring about the performance. It was a bit huff and puff. It was a bit insipid. I cannot really remember um, them making too many attacking chances. Um, and what's interesting to say on that is that, of course, we had a new keeper in. Did we have a new keeper in then for the Snowmo game? It must Did we have be. Flodor in then? Flodor has played the last three games. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's right then. Um... Yeah, so that's one thing to point out. Um, Pavel Holoska, who has done nothing necessarily massively he's, wrong, he's been banging Schuster's wife. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That's, it is. that's still your theory, he's isn't banging it? Banging his wife. Yeah. <laughs> like he's done nothing necessarily massively wrong, but <laughs> ethically it's, maybe. But, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You're going to be on the news. You know this, don't you? Um, <laughs> No, I'm not planning to bang his wife. Anyway, <laughs> please. <laughs> Forgiveness, please. Um, but it has to be said that since Florida has come in, they've looked a lot more settled at the back. I mean, it might be a combination of a proper back four and Florida, but they have looked a lot more settled. They've looked a lot less jittery. Um, I don't know, because even... You remember us seeing them in the um, in the January February friendlies? Yes. And Halowska, he did okay, but he he didn't look that confident straight off. And I thought it would be a battle between the two keepers to see who uh, would be the starting keeper. And for me, Flodder looked a lot more confident, despite what is he? He's only nineteen. Mm-hmm. Still, he he looks commanding and he looks impressive, and he's not afraid to give a massive bollocking to those in front of him, whereas Holoska seems a lot more reactive. You know, he doesn't he, he, he doesn't anticipate things as well. He doesn't command his area as well. And despite the fact he's a big bloke, he doesn't 
he sort of doesn't come across as a big guy. Does that make sense? Like, yes. You know, Flodder just he he just seem he he seems to fill the gloves better than Haloska does. That's what I can boil it down to. We um, actually, uh, spoiler alert, we tried to do a, a recording in a flat in Karlovy Vary. Yeah. Um, where we actually ended up having a debate about um, Flodair. Uh, and that will now be lost to the archives, yes. I think, because it wasn't a particularly... It was not a good recording. Not a good recording. Um, I was enjoying cheese. I remember that. That's right, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a good, nice, big, big, big chunk of brie. Nice bit it? of brie. Yeah, it's very tasty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I went and bought some camembert now as well and some emmental. Going to have that with crackers later. Nice. But on, on the point of uh, on the point <laughs> of Flutter, um, I still think, I'm still withholding judgment on him purely for the fact that Okay, we'll get into this um, game against Haritz Kralove in, in due course. But particularly for Znoimo, for example, there was no real testing of the keeper, so to speak. It was it was a bit it was a it was a game that was classically sort of scrappy in the middle where we got the edge and it was constantly in the Znoimo half for pretty much all of the ninety minutes if I remember correctly. And I would like to see well I would I wouldn't like to see us have more, you know, shots against us or or whatever. But I'd like to see more of him when he comes up against a team that perhaps, you know, has a bit more firepower. Mm. Uh, is going to put you in sort of tough positions. Going to ask you questions about how you're positioning your your defensive four. Sure. Um, how you're going to cover posts and so forth. Uh, but the it's. A good sign so far. It's a, a happy dilemma you have if a keeper is not conceding and you're still working out the merits. I'm going to give a shout out to the uh, oft mentioned uh, Blansko Klobasa uh, again. Who it's a good stat. Um, I can't remember the exact numbers, but how long is it since he's been since he's conceded a goal between Blansko and us? One thousand and eighty minutes. Of yeah, those. yeah. Uh, One thousand eighty minutes of first team football between Bl- uh, uh, Blansko and then returning uh, uh, to us. Uh, Kromiazic, was a Kromiazic Sorry, player. yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my bad. So, uh, 1,080 minutes uh, keeping a clean sheet, which is not, you know, none too mm-hmm. none too shabby. Huge spoilers about <laughs> um, the next oh, yeah. couple of games. Of course, yeah. We haven't conceded for quite a while now, which is uh, nice. You know, they are spoilers, but hey, you would expect nothing less from a podcast of this quality and this much planning. David, what's your favourite cheese? Um, I'm terribly, terribly conservative in my cheese tastes. Uh-huh. I, I, I like a lot of the English cheeses. I like, I like a very crumbly, white, slightly sharp cheese. Uh-huh. Um, um, a a Wensleydale or a Cheshire uh-huh. will do me very nicely. I see. You? Uh, that's uh, the, I, I wasn't prepared for the uh, the question to come back at me. I I'd say I'm more European in tastes, uh-huh. like a, like a Cour de Neuchâtel, perhaps. Ooh, I I have no idea what that is, but okay. Just lots of lots of French ones that if you you prod in them, they look like they deflate. You know, like a good brie or a camembert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bear. Oh, okay. The best cheese to entice a bear, of course. Yeah, come on, bear. Come on, bear. Yeah. So something something sort of sort of creamy. And that's not yeah. I like I like the creaminess. vaguely spreadable. That's that's always good as well. A nice and a nice. 
an, a nice robust baguette as the vehicle, <laughs> exactly, yeah. the vehicle to carry the cheese. But I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, the vehicle to the, carry the, the cheese, the, the cheese vessel, if, <laughs> if you will. Uh, but I'm not. I will. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. You know, um, I'm still also partial to something with a bit more bite. Uh huh. Um, Sokolov was wet, wasn't it? Yes. I was actually going to start the section. I I actually had a question, which is Sam. Can you ever be? Can you ever remember being that just soggy and just miserably awful? Because it was uh, it was it was wetter than Schuster's wife when Haluska comes in the room. (laughs) Oh Oh, my word! (laughs) I'm getting banned by the club, aren't I? (laughs) Can I say this is this is all supposition? There is no uh, there is no proof that Haluska has been banging Schuster's wife. Am I going to have to? Am I going to have to go into court and defend this as fair comment? (laughs) <laughs> yes. I wasn't the uh, one banging his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure how to react to any of this. Um. I. Yeah. So yeah. So rain. We took, so we took a half rain day. Rain and Sokolov. Took a half day on Friday and went up to Carlo Vivari. We, we did. We went up to Carlo Vivari, which uh, we'll be talking about in the next section. But the game, in fact, finished in another two-nil win for the good guys. As we went up to Sokolov and their charmingly kind of... Shit. Well, I wasn't going to go that far. I was going to go charmingly rustic stadium. Mm -hmm. I mean rustic in the sense of, you know, like stadiums in the Scottish third division in the 80s were rustic. Sorry, rusty. I meant rusty. Oh, okay. Rusty, charmingly rusty stadium. Rustic is something usually good, like uh, perhaps an aged camembert. An aged cheese, a, yeah, exactly. On a on a on a bready vessel. On the vessel. <laughs> Pass me the vessel bread. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. One sort of postage stampy stand, and yeah, lots of terracing. And no... um, your your favourite quirk of oh, the stadium, which oh, is oh, I love a I love a I love a stadium where stadium ground ground where you um where you know you come out of the dressing room and then the dugouts on the other end of the pitch on the other opposite side. Yeah. So it had that. So you have this long walk of everyone to the other side. Yeah. Um. We apart from the first fifteen minutes, we pretty much dominated. They were they were good from the off. They, were, they came flying out the traps fairly fairly rapidly. Aye, they but were they were quite nippy. Yeah, um, I should also say this is another ten fifteen, which has not been our finest playing hour yeah. so far. Shaking off the hangovers and the team as well. Yeah, and um, I mean we we look pretty decent again. A pretty solid four four two. Pachlovnik making his first start. Yes, uh, um, of the season. Another one, by the way, which was not properly reported on the website starting lineups. Yes, get on that. Been Nobody couple, who's listening. From been the a club. couple of weeks now, guys. Come on. Um, yes, yeah, so Pachlopnik was in for. I want to say Rusek. Yeah, that sort of makes sense. Um, we're not sure on this, obviously, um, but that sounds about right. I'm, I'm just going to say that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I hate to spoil the surprise, listener, but I was, for a good part of this game, my mind was just, you know, when your mind sort of switches off and just on the plastic or the pitter-patter of your hood, you just get that whole, like... Yeah. 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 That noise. Yeah. yeah, it was getting a bit unwatchable at times because of the weather. 
it got to the point where we actually gave up buying beers because they were more rain than Self, beer. Self-filling beers, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not. It's just rainwater, though, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Thanks for ruining that joke. Um, <laughs> the, 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 yeah, like it's we're to be honest, we were actually very lucky because the um, the rain pretty much started when we arrived in Sokolov around quarter past nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the game, we're met at the station by uh, shout out to the nine Victoria Pulsen guys yeah, who were nine or ten fans of Victorica. Um, I should put some uh, put some context into this in that there is ostensibly a fans relationship uh, between Victorica and us, and they came to meet people off the train on what was the only train from Prague at that time in the morning. I think they had assumed that people would stay in Prague and come along. And when we were the only two off the train, yeah, uh, we walked with them to the ground, didn't we? Yes. And they're, they're yeah, um, you know, excellent effort yep. to come and support Sprojovka in this they're, ridiculous endeavour. They're good. They've done that again before. They they also came to the Parubitsa game earlier on in the mm-hmm. season. Um, nice to see them again. But um, just to go back very quickly, the... Um, what I was trying to say was that I'm very glad that the rain only started when we got into um, Sokolov at that time. Because I feel actually that if it had been raining for, say, two, three hours before that, judging by that second half, I think the game would have been at risk. Yeah, it got ridiculously um, uh, bogged down. Slippy, it was, slippy. It was, it was, it, it was people slide-tackling through entire puddles, wasn't it, mm-hmm. towards the end of the second half. So, yeah, we, we were kind of lucky on that front. And, again, two goals for um, Peter Stepanovsky. Uh, no, Shtep got one, Pachlopny got the oh, other. Oh, Pachlopny got the other! Yes, of course, he got the Pachlopny got the second. Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. First one was quite scrappy, I think. Second yeah. Second wasn't. Um, second was second was actually very similar to the one we uh, won the game in Khrudim with. It was uh, tempting the goalkeeper out and then sort of pinging it around the box with the goalkeeper scrabbling to get back, and Pachlopnik was the one on the end of it to sort of prod it in from about 10 yards away. And what was very satisfying about that was he came to celebrate with all the substitutes warming up who had clearly been sent by management to warm up in front of us. There was a, a a, a sort of scrappy patch of grass between the running track and the pitch, and uh, all the subs were warming up there, so there was a big sort of bundle of... Lads, yeah, dripping wet, soggy players uh, who seem to be absolutely chuffed by the whole thing. That was quite pleasing. Um, so yeah, that was it. Was it was worth it in the end? I'd say so. Good win. I mean, it's a very important win. Oh yeah, necessary absolutely. Win because this put us um, at the time, at time of uh, time of, the, of this happening. This had put us um, within a point of um, Hranitz Kralova, which is actually a fantastic result considering that they got a very unlikely win uh, the day before uh, mm-hmm. at uh, Dinamo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, we needed that to keep us in, I was going to say the box seat, that's not true, but uh, within touching distance yeah. of them. Um, I would also like to give a quick shout out. Um, we, well, two quick shout outs. Um, there was a very nice report on zbravazzi.cz which mentioned everyone who took a banner to Sokolov and we got a mention in that, which was very nice. And also to the um, kids who, well, firstly were told to remove their banner from covering ours 
and then found me on Facebook and asked if they could use some uh, pictures off our Facebook to put on their Instagram and asked very politely and were very nice about it. So that was lovely. I think everyone else would also like to shout out Little Sokolov. <laughs> yes. For why? Um, for, I believe, stocking suitable t-shirts for the lads going back to Prague, uh, to Brno, to uh, change into. Yeah, because they were sopping wet. And uh, there were pictures afterwards of them just going into Lidl and buying, <laughs> just buying cheap t-shirts that were not absolutely mm. sopping wet. Yeah. So yes. Did you do you think they took advantage of the many fine European cheeses which uh, Lidl has uh, on offer every day of the week? I do not think that, but uh, if they didn't, they were fools. Здравствуйте, Сам. Да. 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 It's good. Да. Хорошо. Хорошо, indeed. Rehearse that. Kalavivari. That's full of Russians. It is. And Germans. But you, you won't be, you won't be rushing away from it after taking the Yay. wonderful medicinal waters and splendid scenery. Yes. Um, we stayed in Kalavivari, and uh, we thought we'd do. As we did for Cesco Budevitz, a, uh, a brief kind of visitor's guide. You need money. Yeah, <laughs> bring money. <laughs> yeah, bring money is the takeaway message from there. Uh, we walked up to a kind of pub near the Airbnb where we were staying on the first night. Oh, goulash, you know, traditional Czech goulash, 400 crowns, very reasonable. Fuck's sake. 400 crowns, man. You go, you got a bit partridge there, I thought. I'd, 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 I don't know what that was. It was just a weird voice I thought I'd put on for that. Um, but we we found um, a pizzeria where we had a very romantic dinner with candles. Yes, photo available on uh, twitter.com slash sparrowcast. Yeah. If you want to see David enjoying pizza. I, I, I did enjoy pizza. Diavola. 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 And a, a 90 crown beer. Yeah, I don't begrudge it. I enjoyed my meal. I liked the complimentary glass of limoncello we had at the end. Yeah, it was very nice. I, yes, I was in a good mood. Perfectly fine. Um, but it 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 is a slightly weird town because it basically um, it's a it's it's a uh, sort of Victorian spa town, I would say, and it was very popular at the end of the nineteenth century and the beginning of the twentieth with uh, sort of Russian aristocrats. And that has continued to this day where you get Russians... I mean, it's the... Okay, um, Kalavivari is a very, very small airport, but it's one of the few in the Czech Republic that does almost daily flights to Moscow. Which is very, very strange indeed. It's or, seasonal charter, though, I think. Not always. Really? Yeah, yeah. Throughout the year. No, yeah, it's actual... Yeah, yeah, throughout the year almost. And um, everywhere you go, everything is in Cyrillic, followed by German, followed by Czech, followed by... English. Um, they do not expect many English-speaking people there, which is why everyone um, <laughs> basically speaks um, Russian Russian and German and so forth. What we discovered was if you speak Czech to anyone, they're incredibly happy about it. They were very nice, weren't they? Yeah. If you spoke Czech to them. Nice very people. Nice. Um, at, least yeah. in that, at least in that bit. Because Karlovy Valley is basically two bits. 
Yeah. One is like the bit where normal people sort of live up at the top. Yeah. And then this sort of weird like dog leg of <laughs> hill spring. Um, da 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 da. Yaz. Da da da. Da 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 da. Oh. Da da da. I thought you were going for like da 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 da. Well, either of those is fine. So that's you know that's good. Um, basically, if you want to see what Carlo Vivari looks like, watch um Casino Royale because the Casino Royale in the film Casino Royale is the Grand Hotel Pup in Carlo Vivari. So that's what it looks like. It's incredibly posh. And uh, it's about 20 minutes from Sokolov. So we decided to stay there. And um, after our pizzeria dinner the first night, we decided tea for the second night was going to be uh, Shea Little. So and we... you took advantage of the fantastic selection of around-the-world cheeses that you're able to get at a Lidl. Indeed, I did. That, uh, that, that big uh, piece of brie, as we have already mentioned... Um, it was a a fantastic angle to go for. It was about, I would say, thirty degrees yes. of an angle. Mm-hmm. I would like to see. I would like to see the Czech Republic embrace halloumi a bit more. Would you? Yeah. Okay. I think it's a very mis- misunderstood cheese. You, you can get a halloumi wrap. Get a halloumi wrap in uh, <laughs> lovely halloumi wrap. Uh, get it in chunky, Al- chunky wrap. You can get it in Albert and. The whole pleasure of halloumi is that it's a high melting point. You can grill it and fry it and it gets lovely and crispy and oh, oh that's fantastic. A lovely crispy halloumi wrap. And it's just like, it's just like, can a cheese be raw? But like raw bits of that yeah, in, a, yeah, can, in, yeah. a, in a tortilla. Oh, nice. I mean, it's not great. So like, you need to... What do you mean it's not great? No, because you need to cook it. It's not grated. No, nice. <laughs> you need to cook the halloumi. Yes. You need to cook it, and it's just uncooked in this in this tortilla with some like a patronising amount of peppers. All right. Is that is that all you got? That's on that? all I got, Carlo Vivari. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Sam. Um, when you grill your halloumi, yes. what temperature do you have to do it? Um, a higher flame. A higher flame. So would you say that cheese is hot? No, it, 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 it's more toasted on the outside. Or not. Or not, yeah, yeah. Or hot or not, hot or Sam. Not. It's, it's hot, hot or not. Give me just a little not more time. time. <laughs> Peanuts. <laughs> Is it hot? It's hot or oh, not, Sam? Yes, um, yes it's, uh, it's hot or not time on Zbrojovcast. Right. Uh, do you want to... <laughs> Just the one, uh, one hot or not each from us uh, this yep. time. Um, my hot and my not are related, though. Um, so <laughs> like a... <laughs> like a, like a, a good cheese and a bit of brioche. <laughs> no, I was going to say like a loose good cheese to Jesus. Right. <laughs> Do you want to go first or shall I? Um, would you like to? I, I don't mind. Okay. Well, um, basically, yep. um, over the last um, month, we have been on Varnsdorf and back. Right? We have, yes. And we've been to um, Kolovivari and Sokolov yes. and back. Yep. If you'd put those together, yes. you get 
um, a total of 1,372 kilometres. 1,372 kilometres. Which is longer than Prague to London. Right. Longer than New York to Chicago. Longer than between Sydney and Adelaide. And only 40 or kilometres so shorter than Delhi to Mumbai. <laughs> well, okay. So my hot are your Chesky Drahi points. I'm getting some good Chesky Drahi points after this. Like, um, at some point, I'm going to use those Chesky Drahi points to get to the first class Cash somewhere. those puppies in. <laughs> I, I really am. Okay. But I thought that was a ridiculous number in the space of four weeks to have to travel. Yeah. Um, at some point, when we do a kind of end of season version, I'm going to add up all the mileage we've done mm-hmm. this year. And it's going to be a very, very high number indeed. Um, what's your knot? Because, like I said, mine are kind of related. So. Okay, well, my knot is the prospect of Banik Ostrava qualifying for Europe. Yes, this, uh, they're in the cup final. This gives me the fucking chills. Right, <laughs> so, um, also, you can have this as a supplementary knot as well, if you like. The idea that the fucking Mall Cup is going to be on our Wednesday. Get the hell out. Get the, get the hell out. A Wednesday night for a cup final. Yeah, um, between a team from Prague and a team from Ostrava playing in all In all But the thing is that now that it looks like it's going to be absolutely inevitable that um, Banik get into Europe, because obviously um, Slavia are up and away. They'll be going into the Champions League. They're not... Well, I mean, they might not necessarily win the league. Yes. They're only three points ahead and they've got pulls in to come. Yes, and I believe that the first, the first two are Champions League berths. Ah, right, is it first one, third qualifying round, and second, first qualifying round, yeah. something like that? Okay. Um, your winner of the cup, I believe, goes into the playoff round for the group stages. Right, okay. And uh, what would happen if uh, either, like Slavia, I don't know how it works, either it would go to the, the other person not in Europe or whatever from the final, if Slavia uh-huh. wins, so it'll be Banik, right? Right. Or it would go down to make it four, four or five places, I guess, in the league. Mm. Uh, Banik's at fourth. Pissa. All right, fair enough. I'm distressed. <laughs> yeah, they're um, they're not a nice football team. Um, David. Yes. Um, what is hot is the general uh, outpouring of sympathy and tributes to Pavishural. Good. Um, as you may or may not have heard. Uh, Czech international Jozef Šura was killed in a car crash last week and his funeral took place last Sunday in Bono and there has been a general... Um, Coming together of the football community. Yes, exactly. Um, including that a photo we put up on our Facebook account of the lads at St Mirren. Uh, St Mirren. Here's what I, I didn't know and uh, Pavel told us at the game the other day that Václav Ladky, St Mirren goalkeeper... Yeah was Shural's best man at his wedding. Oh, wow. So, and um, St Mirren let Hladky and some of their players come over to uh, Bono for the funeral because it was such a big deal for him. Because they were best mates, basically. So um, no, That's horrible. So, um, yeah. Um, bad business all around, generally taken, taken way too soon. Yeah, uh, he was only 28, and um, it's nice to see, as he said, the football community coming together for what is a, a, a horrendous tragedy of somebody being taken okay. far too early. I'm going to be fairly flippant, however, now, and say my not is what Petr Schwanzer wore to his funeral. 
<laughs> this is gonna be. This, this is kind of crass, but can I make a? Can I mean, it's gonna be crass. So can I just make a joke before that? Of course. Go did ahead. he wear a Starburst no shirt? He did not. Okay. But basically, what we know is um, Schwanzer is just he's 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 just he's a, a massive chav, basically. Like he's somebody who um, has like was very good at football, but is basically a. You think like, he, he only was good at football? You don't think he's good now for TJ Stark? Stark no. Uh, no. No. Um, and um, <laughs> Sean Glacken agrees. Whereas, whereas everyone else turned out to the funeral in what you'd expect to wear to a funeral, funeral i.e. a proper suit black tie, and shoes yeah. and jacket and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, there were photos from the funeral and what was he wearing? A black puffer puffer jacket. Black jeans and trainers. Jesus. Some class there from that guy. Who's supposed to be a spokesman for the club. Some fucking class. Jesus. I I mean, I, I have nothing to add. That's bad. Played them, didn't we? We did, and we did not slip up. Anyway. Unlike their goalkeeper, that's the joke. That's the joke. That's the joke. So have fun editing that noise. I'm 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 leaving all that in. That's fine. Um Let's get the good news out of the way now of Zbrovka Burno uh, 2, Hradz Kralovet nil, which puts us, David, into third, third place in the, f- the league. And the final playoff place. How exciting is that? It's quite, ex- it's quite exciting. That's how exciting it yeah. is. I can tell you that now. Quite exciting. We have some hashtag analysis for this game, I suppose. Uh, we do have some hashtag analysis yes. for this game. Um, it begins with us playing a formation that for the first 15 minutes looked like we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Hanets were kind of all over us. We, they started very strongly. I mean, I couldn't really believe it um, because we played a 4-3-3. Yeah. And I don't <laughs> think anything that we did in the first 20... 25, even half an hour of the game was conducive to us ever winning it. And yet somehow we've done so. So really, like, we've taken this 4-4-2, this with, you know, okay, a replacement, you know, every every game or so, usually um, because somebody is, is fit or yeah, has not had yeah. a great game or, or whatever. Um, but we decided to just go, fuck it, and just play our, you know, our, our ideal back four. And then, rather than have Shumbara and Stepanovsky actually be, you know, on the wings or be, you know, that sort of side of midfield sitting yeah. behind a, the sort of the usual front two, which is obviously going to be someone like Megera and, and uh, Skoda, we decided to just put them right up front with him. Yeah, it was utterly bizarre to see um, both Shumbara and um, Stepanovsky drifting around to the point where they... Like we saw them both on the same side of the field at one point, leaving massive gaps left over. Uh, an incredibly compacted midfield three. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, Pachlopnik, Barish, and Rusek. Yeah. Again, Rusek, not a midfielder, and Pachlopnik, I'm still not entirely sure about. I've got some hot takes on Rusek for this game, actually. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, and for the first uh, yeah, 15, 20 minutes, we, look, we just look utterly 
utterly shell shocked. We were we were pummeled. Uh, Flodder was called into action one or two times. Uh, Sukup looked utterly panicked. He was all over the place yeah. at uh, at uh, uh, right back there, and I was convinced he was going to do something incredibly stupid because he was just. Yeah, he just looked rattled. He looked instantly rattled by the whole thing. The yeah, basically the for the first half hour, the best player on the pitch was Hradec um, was number four, Otto Orman. He was very good, wasn't who, he? Yeah. Um, despite being a number four, and I, I believe notionally actually is a centre back, um, but he was being played in a far more advanced, almost attacking midfield. And he was position. everywhere. And the the name actually escapes me now, but it was Orma, um, I believe, um, his work in getting the ball up, up to the box, which is then cut back for um, Haradets' uh, number nine. Um, shot low, fizzles just by the post, and that was, yeah. I think, the first real flashpoint of the game, one where we could have very easily have just gone 1-0 down. There were, that was what I was expecting to be the first goal. It was such a good move, yeah. and I can't believe that it flashed wide of the goal. Like It was, such, it was on a plate, and frankly, at that point, we deserved to be 1-0 down. Yeah. I'd say so. And then it's so hard to come back from that when you've got that shape as well. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's one that's very fixable. I guess you just put Stepanovsky, Schumbera back down there and you advance Rusek. Yes. That's what I would do. But if you've been... Pre- I mean, again, but if you've been prepping with that formation in mind for the last two, three days, it's you know, quite hard to just snap out of it and go back to um, maybe what might be a more natural role, but one you've not been practised in. Sure. However, we were spared that when... Um, was it Skoda was injured? Skoda was injured, yes. And he had to be taken off and replaced by Big Luke, uh-huh. Big Luke Ashmagera, mm-hmm. who came on. And not long after that, we were... Uh, we scored our first goal not through any combination of those players mm-hmm. but through one of the most comical things I've seen all season yes it was very very funny um, Pavel um, who was with us in the game uh, at the game hi Pavel um, called it um, the Matrix moment because um, Radetz is keeper um Whose name escapes it's me? It's Radim. Uh, um, Rom- oh, Roman Otmar. Roman, Roman Otmar. Sorry, Roman yeah. Otmar escapes me until I turn the page of my notes. <laughs> um, just decides to fall in this weirdest way possible, almost like he was squatting and then trying to limbo well, dance. Well, he's a Slav, so you know. He's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not a limbo dancer either. Um, and it's, it's very strange because, like the ball, right? Ball comes in. Ball comes in actually from the back by Rusek. Yeah. And Rusek just overhits it. You know, happens, whatever. Yeah. And you can, if you watch it again, Shepanovsky is running to try and meet the ball. He's never getting there, and he starts to um, sort of pull back, pull, pull up, mm-hmm. knowing that it's going to come straight to um, Otmar. Doesn't it goes either? It either sort of nutmegs him or goes by, by his side when he, he sort falls. Of, he sort of falls over sideways, and the ball goes between his two flailing legs as he falls sideways. It's it's utterly remarkable. It's very very funny. You can watch the entire match on um, Chete Sport. By the way, um, if you want to see the goal, you should do it. It's also getting shared around social media. It's that good. <laughs> um, and yeah, and basically, like Stepanovsky is just able to sort of just run alongside that um, their centre back, whatever, just gets the toe in, yeah. enough to send it, yeah, and uh, just sort of prods it, it over the line, mm-hmm. yeah. Weird. Yeah, so that was the end of the first half, and then the um, second half, 
Uh, well, actually, what, the, oh. we have to talk about the, 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 the um, another big flashpoint, actually, because immediately oh, after yes, this, Kraditz Kralovic decided to have an utter meltdown. Um, so not one minute after that had happened, um, Pachlopnik is, um, is, through, is through on goal, again with a ball from Rusek. And um, Martinez um, puts sort of his hand on his shoulder... And I don't know why I'm gesturing to you because it can't be seen in a podcast and sort of hauls him down mm. uh, just outside of the box. And it's uh, it's technically last man goal scoring opportunity, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and it's a red card. Uh, so pretty tough. We're not the best team in the world, but going into the second half with 10 men chasing a one goal deficit, it's going to always make it harder. Sure, yeah. Um, I was in the beer queue at that point. I didn't see what happened, Nick. Exactly, but yeah, it was a, a sort of yeah. I, I from what you said, it was a relatively clear red card, I guess, and it, and it basically knackered Raditz uh, for the second half. They didn't really it, know what to do with it. Yeah, it it's quite soft actually, in the sense of you expect more from a red card, I suppose. Right. Because I've looked, I've watched the game back this morning, and. It's it's just because he's last and he's clear on goal. Right, that's okay. it. Um, actually, I listened to the um, the comments of um, Furt, uh, Furtialas, the um, uh, Raditz manager after mm-hmm. the game. He had no complaints about this at all. Actually, right. I was expecting him to, you know, be one of these. Oh, you've you've seen them given look yeah. at the green. These things even themselves out. But no, it was just like it was. Um, Let's uh, finish this game off because we're running quite low on time already. Um, let's finish this game off by saying basically, in the second half, um, the uh, winner was, well, or the, the second goal was um, Stepanovsky uh, to uh, cap a, a very good performance from him. Like he was, he was very lively. He was, yeah. I would say, he was the best player on the pitch. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, also, want to shout out um, Andre Winter as well for his build up in that goal. Yeah, lovely, um, lovely, just sort of like um, ankle breaker to get himself into a position <laughs> inside the uh, inside the, the box, um, and doesn't doesn't actually has the has a discipline to not actually shoot for the goal, but sort of like cross lob it almost mm-hmm. um, just in the corridor and. Obviously, Stepanovsky is meeting him at the back post. Yeah. It's a simple tapping, actually, but caps off a very good, uh, very good uh, couple of weeks for Peter Stepanovsky. Indeed, um, I would also like to give one uh, more bit of respect for Raditz to, uh, well, basically for playing their way back into the game where, at about seventy-five minutes, it didn't look like they had ten men. They were they were trying to take the game to us as much as possible. They were. They were pretty decent as far as a ten-man team goes. They were looking, you know, they were looking like they should be there. I mean, we deserved to win, but they mm-hmm. were still looking pretty tasty even with yeah. ten. It, it was bad luck for them actually. They had nine players um, in the build-up for that second goal because one of the guys was down injured after a high boot, I believe, from someone like Schumbera. Yeah. Um, However, when they scored. They were surrounding the referee saying, why didn't they kick it out? Why didn't they kick it out? He'd been down for a good minute before that, and none of the Raditz players kicked it out. Right, so I the Raditz players play, tried to play it again from the back. And they yeah, exactly, the and, I, and I have no sympathy for them whatsoever for that. So, Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, so up next we're away to the Lego Soldier Boys of uh, Vikovica. Lego Soldier Boys who are uh, who've lost to Zhishkov, you just said. As we're recording yes. this. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. As yeah. we're recording this, a round of um, fixtures going through, um, which makes it quite finely poised. Mm. Um, at time of recording, you mentioned that it's Usti, Nadlabim, Nil, Vitkovic, uh, not Vitkovic, uh, uh, Varnsdorf, Varnsdorf, Nil. nil. Forget yeah. how to speak. And if it stays like that, we'll still be in third by point, I believe. Um, Hradets, Usti, and Zbrojovka, I think, are the three teams now in with a shout of third. Yeah. And we have very similar. Um, games remaining mm-hmm. one difficult one one medium one and one maybe not so difficult um, of that we maybe have the hardest run in playing um, Kvitsa, um this Saturday right. or, uh, home to Sokolov uh, home to three nets <laughs> it's been a long day listener and um, then away to Yehava yeah, for the final day which might be decisive at this point Hradets on the other hand and Usti's next game is against each other which is oh, great nice. okay um and that'll be rounded off for Hradets Kralove by Pardubica away and Taborsko away. Uh, tricky. A derby and... Uh, and A gimme and, for the last yeah. game. And Ustin Adlabim have Yihlava at home and Sokolov away. Tricky and not... Well, tricky and a derby. Finally in poised. A way. Yeah. Usti have the hardest. I'd say we then have the second, second hardest. Yeah, and Hradets. And... Okay. Yeah, and Vitkovica were no great shakes when we played them last time. We yep. won 4-1, I believe. And they're eighth um, before teams kicked off tonight on 34 points. Seven off seventh, so there's your top and bottom split, effectively. They'll be happy this season because they got saved from relegation last year by the blow-up of uh, Olympia Prague. Yeah. Um, so this has been a rebuild season for them. Um they haven't really... They've done a couple of signings. I just wanted to bring one to the attention of the podcast because mm-hmm. I think it's quite cool. Um, is uh, Yiri uh, Yanushka, who um, is a loan signing um, and he's attacking midfielder. He's a Przebram player, but was loaned to Pisek at the start of the season where he scored 5-13 and 13 in the Czech FL. Okay. And he's, and he, um, he's come to Witkowice in February, scored in his debut. Oh, okay. Quieter since uh, since then. Yeah. Um, again, they'll be playing, to be honest, a very similar shape um, to what they played last time, like a 4 mm-hmm. 1 And really, if we are on our game, I hope we're going to take a 4-4-2 back because I think this is just the exact sort of game you want to play a 4-4-2 rather yeah. than this 4-3-3 nonsense. Uh, and I think if we get three points on the road that might get us over the hump here, so to speak. Um, give us a bit more confidence to be stringing a bunch of results together. Sure. Might put us in a bit of a driving seat considering that the next round is going to be Hradets and Usti, the fight to knock the other one out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also going to point out that um, I will not be going to Vikovic. Sam might be, but I will not I, be... I am confirmed as of this evening. Oh, are you? Okay. Um, I've, yes. Um, shout out Marek, Fisher's mate. Who has a spare seat, so I'll be making the journey on Saturday. All right, uh, I'm not going because um, my parents and their friends are coming over for this weekend, yeah. and um, I'm not going to expose myself to a trip to the arse end of Ostrava yeah. when I could be spending <laughs> yeah. when I could be spending a day with my parents. I mean, so family comes first if you're a neek, but for no, oh, um, Jesus, no, come on, I'm only joking. Um, but if you thought I was speaking too much in this podcast, wait until I have to do all well, the yeah, work next time. Yeah, on this fair one. enough. Um, after this, uh, we are going to... Well, it's going to be beer of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thirsty times ahead. Thirsty times ahead. 
beer of the podcast. So, um, it's <laughs> sorry. <laughs> It always makes me laugh. I don't know, because we have no idea how to do these introductions, so we surprise ourselves. Yeah. Not sure what our one was, but there it... Give me just a little more pint! Peanuts! Yeah. Um, so this um, is a relatively uninspiring choice because it's a bank holiday in this country today, so nowhere is open, particularly small shops that sell interesting beers. So, I have a local... Well, it's uh, Starobrno, which is the local big brewery thing, now owned by Heineken, unfortunately. And they have produced a version of their Drak um, Dvanatska, which is extra chmeleni, so extra hoppy. And and produced in Krusevice, apparently. Oh, well, there you go. That's... uh, more of uh, large beer companies uh, working together and to, um, you know, to uh, homogenise uh, large beer companies, I guess. Yeah. Um, so they've, they've given it a thing on the back that says it's got three and a half hops out of five. It's not that hoppy then, it's averagely hoppy. I mean, this is extra hoppy by Starobrno standards, I suppose. Yeah, which means you can taste a hop. I don't really know what that means. Maybe it'll make you hop. I don't know. Um, anyway, either... Yeah, three and a half. Yeah, I didn't see that. Three and a half hops. Anyway, to here a we hop, go. To a hoppy bank holiday. Hoppy birthday. Yeah. It tastes weirdly of, I'm getting a little bit of honey and I don't like it. It's very, it's, it should be more relaxing than this. That is not a relaxing bit. You're, you're making a face I've never seen before. I don't know. It's giving me, it's giving me heartburn or something. It's giving me like... <laughs> mm. I... 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 No. You know what it might actually be? What might it, it actually might be? be? Just that stupid thing. It's almost a bit too cold for me, this one. You reckon? Yeah, it's a bit too... too I think it needs to be slightly warmer, warmer a little bit because mm. it's just going down really badly. It's quite thick. Yeah, yeah that's it. It's a, it's very thick tasting. It's, yeah. it's quite heavy. It's, quite, like I said, a little bit of honey. It, it feels a bit kind of gloopy. Yeah. In a way, it's a little bit gloopy. I feel part of this is actually just the, the last few weeks of just non-stop drinking that's now um, catching up with me. Yeah, maybe that as, too. You know, yeah. as listeners will recognise from the last podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, but. Would you be able to recommend a cheese with this? Uh, with this. Um, I would. I would recommend eating cheese instead of drinking this beer. That's good. Yeah. Actually, before we go into the next section, as you move towards the pause button, I want to ask you your opinion on blue cheese. I am not for it. No? I don't like blue cheese. No, it's it's too... Uh, horrible. Absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, I mean, I don't either, so you don't need to apologise. Oh, alright, fair enough. Okay, um, so the podcast's opinion on blue cheese is it's grim. Yeah, because I thought if one of us liked blue cheese and one of us didn't, it would put us in a, you know, in like, you know, Roquefort in a hard place. 
that one didn't really land. So we've got one more thing to do, and it's previewing Football RV Club Football Three Nets. Yeah, it's still, to... still my favourite name of a football club in this country. It's time to get seer. Yes, uh, um, Three Nets are in tenth. Right. That's that's it. Is no, that it? Um, no, they've um, they've they're not really doing much. They're fine this season. They'll they'll go again. <laughs> they'll go. <laughs> they'll go down. <laughs> all right, all right, Peter Crouch. Um, Transfer activity went for more attacking threat this time. Um, got a couple of guys from like places like Prostejov. Um, but two put uh, two I find interesting were Robert Demyan, a centre forward from Vidzev Wuj. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and he's been bouncing between Czech, Slovak, Polish leagues for years. And more excitingly, Luis Arroyo. Luis Arroyo. Ecuadorian midfielder from Azogues SC. A team that I couldn't find any fucking info about on the internet. <laughs> well, okay. Everyone's getting a everyone's getting um a, a South American now. You had your Wesley De Silva's and all this stuff in or, the league. Or 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 South Korean. Or South Korean. Exactly. Exotic uh, exotic times for everyone. Got to or, sign them all. Yeah. Or um everyone's getting a yo Drew Connor. Get in touch, mate. Everyone's getting a American, specifically that's, this American. That's true. Here's here's looking at you, Drew. Get in Connor. touch. Get in touch. Yeah. Um, not expecting him mm, to get in touch. No, I'm not expecting. <laughs> I would be expecting a better performance actually than the time that we played. Um, we played them last, which was just a catastrophic second oh, half oh, after it was taking awful. the lead. Yeah. Um, I thought we were thoroughly outclassed. Um, this is partly to do with the fact that we played almost all the match with 10 men. And also we've nicked one of their better players back, of course. Yes, that's Shouldn't true. Be. So hopefully he can uh, you know, do something against his uh, his former employers. Yep. And uh, Laura the X, of course. Yeah. So hopefully um, that'll... Just to... to put, I mean, it, this is... I, 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 I don't know why I made that sound. This is not, you know, these aren't, this isn't a very robust preview because I think at this point we sort of know what to expect from a lot of these teams. But we need to underpin at this point that these are two winnable games and if we want to get to the th- to third, which is achievable, chance of a playoff, yeah. we need six points from these two games. We do. Without exception. We do. Because we are going... Hopefully, certain results would go our way, and it wouldn't be all on the line in the last game, but it could very much all be on the line for the last game now. Yeah, it's either... Basically, we can't rely on other people. It's six results... Uh, sorry, six points or no excuses, basically, at this point, yeah. isn't it? It's This is absolute crunch time. Um, and I'm sort of looking forward to it. It, it. it would be nice to go to the game... Um, at Yuflava with like it being sort of in our hands but at the same time I don't want to go there having to get something out of it true um, but either way it's it has overall it's it's been a very fun season as as we go into this final set of fixtures should have, should have maybe hold, held on that 2-0 bloody lead at half time in Cesco Budjevic uh, yeah, that would, yeah that would be a totally different kettle of Kettle of Ruby. Yeah. Uh, sorry, um, I cut you off there. Yeah, either way. Um, 
that's the end of this particular edition. We would urge you to get in touch on Facebook and Twitter, at Sprovcast on both. And um, do you have anything else to add? Or is yeah, that... if any yeah. of you guys have been to that um, cheesemongers besides Klinenaloka, um, could you please let me know? Because it looks quite good from the window, but you know you don't like going into these sort of places mm. and leaving without buying anything. You feel like you should you know, be there for a purpose or something. Right, okay. I don't like going in and you know, tying samples and then just being goodbye. I don't like that. So if, if any of you have gone to buy cheese there, please let me know. Um, Fair enough. And yeah. if anyone can find me half decent crackers in this city as well, that would be great because I'm done with these Ritz sort of nonsense. A hearty oat cake would also work wonders as well. A Ritz, a Ritz does a job for a certain purpose, but you know it's not a long term solution. It's not is what it? I call a cheese cracker. Yeah, it's not a long term solution. Um. So we're going to play you out as a traditional with I've I've been racking my head for cheese puns up at that point I couldn't uh-huh. come up with any. Um, so we are going to play you out with something which you know we genuinely believe that's a you know that's going into the song we genuinely believe it's believed by share by the way. It's not believed by share but uh, we genuinely think Sprof can have a decent chance of going up. Going into this final run against, we're going to do one, possibly two more of these this season. We're definitely going to do one before the final round of games, and then hopefully one afterwards. But this is the uh, final one where there will be two games uh, previewed. So we're going to leave you with this particular monkey-based madness. Um, That's all from us. I've been David and... I've got a nice bit of Emmental waiting for me when I go home and some chilli olives. Lovely. A stál se mi, že je láska báchorkou. Já se stokrát bál ten román číst. A stránky mého snění Byli čisté dál, šel jsem divnou zemí, divný král. Jenže co tě znám, na lásku už věřím. Plný krám, pochyb jiným dám, nejsem sám. Našel jsem víru, vem si to srdce, Nač je mám, láska, že mi vesme víc, než prý mi dám. Já si myslel dřív těch dobách sám jsem u tvých dveří rozpačitý stál. Těm, co lásce věří, jsem se smál. Jenže co tě znám, na lásku už věřím. Jenže co tě znám, na 